Hi and welcome to the Bunnies Bias Podcast where we talk all things South Sydney Rabbitohs. Well, uh, it was an interesting game. South Sydney versus the New Zealand Warriors. Um, so it ends up being 32-20 to 20 to the Warriors. So we, we lose our first game. However, there were some positives, there some negatives. Um, we'll obviously get through them. Um, I think we looked good for parts of that game, and then I think we looked poor. I think there could have been things that we could have done that would have helped us maybe win that game or get closer to winning that game. I think Warriors needed huge respect. I think they played really well. They made few errors. Um, I think Isaac Luke probably had his best game since putting on that jersey. Thanks, Bully. Thanks for doing that. Um, you could have waited until next week. But anyway, I think Adam Blair's a good signing for them. But um, let's, I think I think we might just go player by player um, through the South team and give our um, thoughts on it. Um, now, I'm going to spit... I'm going to... S- stay on this guy for a little bit longer than any of the other ones um, now I understand that it's only the first game and criticising the team and players and coaches for the first game of the season I understand it, I do understand that it seems a bit silly and give give some time and whatnot. but this is just my opinion anything could could change but I'm just going off what I've seen in the past and what some of these things that are happening are no different to what's been happening for four years so it's not so much let things get better it's these things aren't even being addressed um, that I think would be easily addressed so with that being said let's talk Alex Johnson at fullback um in my opinion, this is just a mistake. It's, he, he's just not a fullback, not yet. And I don't know if he could ever be, but he could. But how long do we try and make this guy a fullback? He has had ample opportunity to stake his place and get, get that number one jersey and not being given back. Greg Inglis was out for the whole year last year and... And near the end of the year, he was getting his position taken by number nine, who then looked better than he did. Um, here's my thing with Alex Johnson. This is what frustrates me. And what Seabold's doing and what Madge did is that you are taking the best left-sided winger, in my opinion, um, now that the big Fijian Parramatta winger's gone, um, in my opinion, is probably the best try-scoring left winger that in the game. Um, you're taking that to put him as the worst fullback in the game. He's not horrible. He can do a job there, but this is a question that I've asked people um, online and, and whatnot. If you go down the list of the teams and take every fullback and then put them up against AJ, is there a fullback that you wouldn't swap, you would keep AJ for? And I honestly, I've been through it a few times, and I honestly don't think there would be one. And even if there is one, it's very close. So, And they're the teams that are most likely going to be down the bottom, or I 
regard as not the best fullback in the game. So he's right down there at the bottom. So you're taking one player that he's the best position at to put him as an average. Why not just play another player there that's average and keep our best winger? Someone that scores tries, someone that you know is going to put that ball down over the line. And personally, I think he'll just be like Merritt. I really do. I think he'll be a spitting image. He pretty much is a spitting image of Nathan Merritt. He has pace, but he doesn't have a, a step. His passing game is pretty weak. Um, he has a good running game off the dummy half, which you could implement with him being on the wing anyway. Um, you could have certain... Um, sets where it's just the forwards hitting it up and he sits around and hovers in that middle area um i I just don't think that having him at fullback there's so many bad parts of his game that he just can't get right his decision making when the ball gets spread wide and he takes it uh off the halfback or the 5-8 or whoever it may be um he he slides too much, or he he push he he runs sideways too much, which just lets the defense slide. You've seen it on numerous occasions. That's why when Tua Masterstrek made that first great tackle, don't get me wrong, but if Johnson had straightened up and passed that ball to the winger, he didn't even need to straighten up. Really, he just needed to pass it to Kenner, and that's a try every day of the week. Shrek's not holding him up and he's too far away but because he slides and slides and slides and slides it just means the defence slides he comes across and he gets stopped before the line and held up um, because he runs out of room Um, it's weird with Johnson as well at fullback I just don't think he his pace seems slow Uh, that might be just my eyes but I don't know Um, I think and also his defence at fullback is horrible. He he can when when if you really think about it, when was the last time that you remember him making a game saving try or a try saving uh, sorry a game saving tackle or a, a try saving tackle? You know, like you can remember Inglis's, you can remember that one against Ukale um, what's his name the Night Swinger. Um, you know, you can remember them tackles. You can remember him. Yes, he fell off later before his, all of his injuries. When he was at fullback, he started not really getting them. So that's why I don't know if even English going back to fullback is really the option. Um, but we'll get on to Greg. Um, but Alex Johnson, he can he doesn't read and he's scared of contact. That's what I believe. In my opinion, he's scared of contact. He's scared of making that run across and just hitting that winger as hard as he can to try and knock the ball out or just at least tackle. It's my worst, it's my pet hate as, as a player not getting a hand on someone. Um, but when you see the center run in and get stuck in between the winger and the center and he's, he's not touching anyone, that that. I know that can happen, but it is frustrating if you're man-marking, it shouldn't be happening. And with AJ, he can read the line. He can watch the whole line. He's seeing everything. He sees everything. He's standing back and he can see it all. There was one try that they scored, their winger scored, where our center and winger pushed in, and AJ was coming across. Um, But he, he can see him, like, slow down because... 
I don't know if it's Johnson or something, kind of slows down and like he could go inside. But there's five other men on the inside. You can see he's looking across the line and he can see that the Warriors player is on the outside and he's unmarked because the center and winger has pushed in and he slows down and then goes again. And by that stage, the winger gets the ball, puts it down, and he's about AJ's about half a meter when he, half a meter away when he actually puts the ball on the ground, but he's just got his hands out, just his hands, just flapping his hands at him before he even touches him. There's no dive, there's no just sprint, take him out. Like if he scored the try, yeah, fair enough, whatever, that's fine. But at least give some effort. He doesn't dive. He doesn't try and put the ball out. It was just nothing. I think he is scared of contact. I really do. I just think he struggles uh, in that area. And I've heard that from plenty of people. A lot of people gave me that idea. Um, they told me about that, and then I really looked into it, and, and you can see it. You can see that he's scared of it. Um, so I think just move him back to wing. Put him back to his best position. Don't make him try and... Um, Yeah, don't try and make him play in a position that he's not great at when he's great at a position. It's like taking Thurston and going, oh, we don't have a number nine. Let's just put him at hooker. Like, no, you don't do that. You just find someone that can pass the ball to him. It's the same thing. Just just let him play the wing. Get the ball out to him with the wing. And then it's it means that when he gets the ball... He doesn't have to pass it to anyone. He can make his runs. He can do his darts because he's the last man. But when he has to make the decisions, he, he's just not good at a decision maker. He's not a leader. When he's leading the team in the defense, he's not a leader. Um, I think he, co- he cost us some tries. He, you know, but he, he's still young and he still ha- may have time. But the thing with that whole argument of give him time there he's just had plenty of time and in this day and age there's young kids that are coming in from Toyota Cup and just stepping straight up and becoming first grade fullbacks first grade straight in you know the time for growing a player and getting him to suit that position is just over there's just too many good talent there's too many kids that if you just waste four years on trying to groom someone and they don't quite get there you've missed out on three years of opportunities of finding that new fullback that new superstar or bringing one of your kids up and giving him a shot and and that's a that's an issue um but yeah we'll just have to uh see i have seen the team list um it looks like he's still at fullback, but I'm not too sure whether that, that can obviously change. But we'll have to wait and see. It is like a twenty, you know, two two hundred man lineup. But um, we'll just have to wait and see about that one. Um, all right, who we got next? Uh, Richard Kenner, Brent, Brent. He looks safe. He looks good. Um, I think. <clears throat> I think defense. Maybe he got caught out. Maybe. Um, but I think he's good. I think, and he's only going to get better. He was good in Melbourne. Um, he just couldn't get back into the side after his injury, I'm pretty sure, but he's a good footballer. Um, two tries, first game, made some tackles, good run meters. He just looked good. I think he's brilliant. He looks 
great, great pickup, great signing by us. Um, and hopefully he stays fit and can get a partnership going with whoever's. That's my biggest thing. They just need to get their roster sorted, uh, the the squad sorted in their positions, and then bam, let's go and and work on it. Um, who we have Dane made a few mistakes, um, but looked good. Looked our mo- probably our most dangerous player, I think, um, other than probably Cody. Um, I think Dane looked great. He looked a bit of speed. He has, definitely has speed. Um, I think he was a bit rusty. There's a few moments, you know, there was obviously the pass that could have went inside to AJ and AJ could have scored, but he went to the winger. Um, I think he was caught a few times in defence, um, but I think that will get better as, um, you know, the, the partnership grows throughout the year. Um, but I've, I've another great signing. Um, ran second most meters in the side, um, which is always good. It means he's trying. He had a try assist. Um, Eleven hit up, so he played well. Played well. Sixteen tackles as well, more than any of the centers and the wingers. So he was definitely tackling a lot more than they were targeting. Either targeting him or they were just running that side a lot, but he he made a lot more than the all the other wingers and centers when it came to tackles. So no, it looks good. He looks good. I'm excited about Dane. Don't know whether a fullback's going to be his position or whether we need him in the centers just to have that power to have something there. Um, uh, here we go. On to Greg. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced that Greg's the centre anymore. I really not. I just don't think he has that burst of speed and that step that he could use when he was younger, when he was thinner, when he when he was quicker, without the injuries. That he he just needs too much space now that you're not going to get at centre. And the reason that it works in Queensland is because you have a halfback like Thurston that commands so much attention as well. That the, you, if you watch ninety percent of the tries, this is what happens: they jam in on Thurston because they're trying to get Thurston. They jam in on Greg because they think Greg's going to get the ball, and it's a cutout ball to Darius Boyd, and Darius Boyd scores a try. Greg Inglis is literally one of the biggest decoys in the Queensland Maroon side. That's what he does at centre. He's just a decoy. And he has been for a while. Yeah, he'll score the occasional try, barge over, use his strength. But he's not doing the same things that he used to do. He's not doing the run around the outside of the wing or he's stepping or he's hitting holes and stuff like that. No, he's not doing that anymore. It's usually just a strength. Um, he can still do that, but I'm not too sure if he can do that from centre. It's just a strength game for him now. Just let's just barge. Let's just use that shoulder kind of charge that he does it's not a shoulder charge but that kind of where the player hits him and it just bounces off like it's a pinball machine um but it's, it's not he's not going anywhere he's plateau he's sta- when he does that it's a standstill it's easy for the defense just to straighten up and line up and just wait for him to run at the line again where he used to be able to hit that at pace and and the it's too he was too fast too quick too strong had the palm of God, 
good palm off anyone. Still does, but just, yeah, as I said, I think it's just not his position anymore. I think he is a fullback. I think he needs to go back to fullback, and I understand that he might be not fit enough yet. Fair enough. We'll just have to see um, what we can do there. Um, Jennings had a good game, scored a try. Um... Like, well, I think yeah, he had a, had a decent game. Got caught out a few times coming in off his wing. Um, but, yeah, that, that's a centre and a wing thing that they just need to get better at. Better at. Uh, Cody. I think Cody was good for about 30 minutes of that game. And then our halves were just quiet. I'll bring Adam in this as well. I think both of our halves were just quiet. They, they didn't do much. Uh, I know Cody did. Um, he's got two tries, but if I, if I can remember it right, I hope I'm not remember. He was definitely the most dangerous. Adam was nowhere. Um, I'm not too sure if this injury that he's had was affecting him then, but, um, yeah, um, Cody, he, he played well. I mean, he's scored two tries, um, so he, he played well, um, a lot of tackles, um, but I just don't think... Yeah, they both didn't really command the game very well when we needed them to. They both didn't just go and... Like, when we needed them to step up, they didn't really step up. And I think Adam... It's been Adam's being off for quite a while now. I think the injuries have really affected him and he just hasn't been able to get going again like he was 2013 or 2014 kind of style like he's just not there at the moment um <clears throat> so I think Adam needs to improve he's going to be out for four weeks now so the injury is going to it's going to have time um yeah so the right knee I think it is yeah, sorry the right knee um and we'll miss four weeks so um yeah, hopefully it, it gets better and it's good to go and he can come back straight into it. Um, yeah, and he can come back into it and hit the ground running. But um, uh, onto our forwards. Um, Tom. I think Tom had a really good game, actually. I think both the twins had probably their best games that I've seen in a long while. They're hitting, hitting it hard. I don't know if they made any errors. Um, they might have, maybe one, maybe two, but not the comical errors that you would usually see out of them. That would, the first 10, 15 minutes, and they'd drop the ball in, the, in our half, trying to come out of our half and just put all the pressure on us, which they did on numerous occasions last year, which we all know, you know, they just, just suddenly, all, all of a sudden, either teams worked out how to knock the ball out of them because of the way that they carry it, or they just got butterfingers. Something happened, and they were just too easy to knock, make, make them knock the ball on. Um... But uh, hit-ups, 13 hit-ups for 118 metres and 21 tackles. I always, I always point that out to a lot of people that say, you know, oh, he's... Um, oh, Tom and George, they're not playing great, they're not playing great. But 
last year, yes, the errors was what was hurting us. But if you look at their meters and their run meters, they're some of the best in the game. They're always over 100, and they're usually over 20 tackles each, um, or around that 15 to 20 tackles with the Twins, um, which is great. For how big they are, for them to be making that many tackles and getting that many meters and then having that many hit-ups, um, I mean, it shows them. And they're only young. They're only going to get better. Um, they're never going to be the same. They're never going to be Sam because they're just not that build. They're a different build. They don't have that. They're bigger, really. They're just they're just bigger boys that don't have that lateral movement. But what they do is good when they can hold the ball. And they held the ball and they played well. Um, I think George had a really good game when he came on. Some really strong hit-ups, really strong runs. Um, on to Cook. Flashes of brilliance, but was too in and out of the game. I think um, he was just ta- tackles. It was brilliant. He was making plenty of tackles. I think he he made what did he make? Uh, forty three tackles, around forty three tackles, which is amazing. Forty forty. If you're getting forty tackles, which he should be out of your hooker, they're in the middle of the park, so they they should be making. But that's a lot of tackles, and maybe that kept it. Maybe that took it out of him. I think the go forward that we weren't getting after that first 10 minutes, 15 minutes is when he struggled, which any hooker that has a running game is going to struggle on. That's the biggest thing is why when he was at the dogs, why he looked so devastating. Because if you watch when he was at the dogs, that forward pack was going forward. They were going, they were on a roll. They were moving forward. They were constantly going forward. It's no different to when Isaac was playing for us or when Appy was playing for us. They were able to break the line and make them runs and make them darting runs because that front row and that second row was playing the ball so quick. They were getting up. They were moving forward. And Damien, when he has that, can be dangerous. He can be brilliant. But when it slows down is what he needs to work on his game. When he doesn't have that space, he needs to learn how to um, play more of that second half back 5-8 kind of role, demand his forwards around, do little runs, putting people on the inside but running out of dummy half but then putting a forward on the inside and then run up. Um, You know, running out of dummy half and passing, bringing their markers in, you know, just little things to still take them off the game, but he's not going to get them darting players out of the out of um, out of the play the ball because the forwards are getting up too slow. The markers are set, the the line set, and by that stage, that kind of takes everything that Damian Cook has out. That's what makes him brilliant. So that's the issue that I have with Damian Cook is that he needs other players to do work for him to be able to do his his work which if you look at all the good number nines I think even that's why I don't put Bully at the top of my list with a lot of things is even though I think he was one of the definitely one of the greatest like, hookers that we've had I think it was great especially when he was younger he was strong powerful but when we weren't going forward they struggle 
when you see players like Cameron Smith and stuff, these more controlling, more half-backy, five, more half-back kind of hookers than ones that you know kick out a dummy half and run the plays themselves and have and they're another half more than they're another forward. Um, they're more of a back and a half more than they're a forward. They can when the game's scrappy. That's when they come out. That's when they know what they're doing. That's when it's second tackle and they see the wingers in and they make that forty twenty play or they they know how to look at the line and see what's going on or do a little trick play. Where I just don't think that when Damien Cook's at his best, it's when we're going forward. It's when we're winning, and we're just not getting that all the time now as we used to. I think Damien Cook when we won the grand final would have done a brilliant job. Would have been the same. I don't think any any running hooker would have made it. Would have played well. Segiaras, your bullies, your Appies, your um, your Damien Cooks. All them four players would have been brilliant for us. It wouldn't have matter which one we had because it was just our forwards were going line. They were getting the ball. They were playing the ball quickly. We're getting a fast play of the ball, and they can just run. The, the markers are not set, the line's not set, and when it's broken play, they're some of the best hookers in the game at finding holes and exploiting it. So it's something that he needs to work on just when that game slows down to be able to control it, still try and make some plays, um, take the pressure off the halves if they need it. So I think that's something that he needs to keep working on his game. Um, On to Nichols. Mark Nichols um, played well. Not many minutes, um, if I remember correctly. He played that first 15 minutes. And then I think he only got maybe five, ten minutes more. Um, not too sure why. Um, looked good. Didn't see too much of him. But made the hit-ups, was making over ten metres a hit-up. So, you know, I just think it wasn't given much time. Uh, on to Sutton. I think Sutton... Would have had a better game if he was substituted more. I think he was buggered, and he looked buggered. After halftime, when he came out, he looked tired. He'd made too many tackles. He's not quite there to play that 80-minute second-row play, just constant getting you know in the tackles and running and, and whatnot and making them playing with the big boys in the middle. I just don't think he was used to that. Um... I think he's, he could be a great second row. I think he's getting on a bit, but I think he definitely brings the experience. He's the captain. I think people look up to him, but he should have been substituted. You could see that he was buggered, but we'll get into the substitution, in my person, debacle um, in a second. Um, Crichton played well, a few mistakes, especially near the end of the game there. Tr- probably trying to just do too much. Um, I don't want. I want him to play well, obviously this year, but um, when he goes to the Roosters the next year, which we all know sucks. But um, I think I hope he doesn't fall into the same trap as Taylor, um, David Taylor, Coltrane. Um, I think he's a better player. I think he's a bit smaller, so it's a bit easier for him. I think he definitely could be a brilliant player. And I definitely, he definitely has the talent. Definitely has the talent. Um, but uh, 
he he might fall into that place where he was in such a, a smooth run last year where no not many hiccups happened for him. Um, it was just kind of all working. But when the chips fall down and he has to rebuild, how good is he going to be then? That's when I really want to see if what he's got it. Because we see David Taylor do the same thing, where when everything was going right for him, it was great. And then when it turned to when the chips fell down and he had to rebuild, he just didn't have the confidence. And when he didn't have the confidence, he didn't have the skill. They didn't have that extra thing that made him score the tries and run the holes. So I think Crichton's still... It's way too early to tell whether that's the case or it was just a bad game or whether it's just trying a bit too much and just needs to calm down. But it could be. But I just want to see this year if he comes out. And then hopefully next year he sucks. Simple as that. Um, hopefully he still gets paid and whatever. And then he goes to the union and he can play for the Wallabies and I'll cheer for him again and all good. And he can pay, get paid more money. Um, fuck you, Roosters. But anyway, <laughs> um, on to Sam. Uh, not his best game, I think. As South Sydney supporters, we seem to criticise him a little bit harder than... Um, a little bit harder than all the other players, just purely because we know the standard that Sam sets for himself. So we kind of set the same standards for him. But we've got to remember that Sam's, I think Sam's standards are way, way higher. More, way higher than any average locks in the game or second rowers in the game. He just has that drive and hunger to be the best on the field every time he goes out there. Um, I think he was... Really poor, he tackled a lot, he obviously ran the metres. Don't think it was effective. I think playing him in the middle is just not good. Um I think he needs to be on edges. He needs he needs to be on the edges. Where but I'm not too sure how you fit him Crichton and Sutton in. Um because I don't think Sutton's a lock either. Um so what I would probably do is put Sutton on the bench, bring Cam Murray into the lock position and put Sam to the to this um, second row position and you have Crichton on one side and Sam on one side. It's two dangerous players playing on each edge. They both have an offload. They're both running out of smaller men than playing in that in that middle area where Sam seems to get stuck a lot of the time doing a lot of the work, doing a lot of the tackles. I just... Um, that that would be my lineup. I would probably drop Sutton and put him on the bench, considering this is probably his final year. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he needs to get, drop down to the bench. To be honest with you, with Sutton, and then bring Cam Murray into it. Um, now onto onto Cam. Um, just didn't play enough minutes. Um, looked strong. Looks strong, um, but yeah, just just didn't play enough minutes for my liking. I think he's a brilliant player. I think he's got talent. I just think he needs to be given time and he needs to get given in one of them starting positions. I think he's a lock. I think he's our lock. I think he'll make enough tackles um, for the minutes that he did only play. He made 15 tackles, so... Um, Yeah, so it would be it would be nice to see him um, get in there and be able to be given more time um, 
in in the team in the actual start running out on the field. Um, George, great game, pretty much similar to his brother, like that we already pretty much talked about him. Good game, ran hard, played well. Um, David Totola, hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering it. Um, just not enough game time. Same thing. Looked good. Made the meters, I think, when he was running. Made a few tackles. But also, it was just uh, not much... Yeah, didn't play much of the game. Um, and then Heimel Hunt. Well, he played well on the bench, because that's all he did. Was sit on the bench. How bummed you must be. You get in your jersey, you get your suits, you get your buddy shoes on, you strap them up, you get all your strapping done, you know, you get everything done. Yes, you're on the bench, you're probably a bit disappointed, but you're in the side, you're ready to play, and you sit on the bench for 80 minutes. We play with 17 men against 18. Sorry, um, 17 men. Uh, we were 16. Is that right? Wait. Yes, we 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 played with sixteen men, and they played with seventeen. They had one extra forward, one extra prop playing, and um, I just don't think that's good enough. I really don't. I just, I don't understand. So with that, we'll get on to the coach. We'll get on to Seabolds, and I'll be I'll be critical again. I understand this is his first game. But my issue, again, is with that we've seen these problems before in the past with this team, with the coach, with the with Madge. Madge did the same thing, and Seabold's done the same thing again. We have seen this before where the, the, the bench is not the right bench in the game um, or just wasn't used effectively enough. We've seen games where like another player just hasn't got any minutes in the game. I'm pretty sure of that. Or if if they have got minutes, it's been five minutes. No, it's it's just you got to get used. There's, there's less changes, but he's using less players. You know, you've got to make your changes count. But you're having a you're having three bench players doing all the work when they have four. You know, you, you just I don't understand why when they went down to twelve men, why he didn't bring Heimel Hunt on. You know. Bring Sutton off. He's not looking dangerous. He's not doing anything dangerous. And put Heimel Hunt out there. Let him get dangerous. Bring Cameron Murray on. Let him get be faster, quicker. You know, find someone that's doing not doing enough in the forward pack and bring him off and bring Heimel Hunt on. And and get that speed, get that like we did with Cook. Um last year where we bring him I mean, I'm glad we're not playing with two hookers, don't get me wrong, because I don't like that either. But um, I don't like having a centre that we don't play on the bloody game. Like, that's worse to me. Like I, I just, It blows my mind that we have a player that sat on the bench for 80 minutes and did nothing other than free, than, other than leave your shoes on. Like, it's got me absolutely stunned. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my issue with Seabog. Um... Again with the Alex Johnson pick, I don't get it because we see, he's, he's seen that it didn't work last year, and and he's still trying to get it done again. Um, 
with the Heimel Hunt situation. Um, with the whole bench situation. That might be just because it's his first, he wasn't focused on it as much as he was, uh, or much as he should have been or something. He was worried about what was going on in-game. But the, the the substitutions in that game was, was poor. And I don't like the fact that... Um, We we didn't have um, sorry um, who didn't we play that we were playing all last year? Um, what's his name? I've got a complete mind blank. Torrell, Torrell. Like, why is Tyrell not getting right? He's one of our most damaging second roles in, in our side. Like, he should be starting games, if not on the bench, and, and being able to come on and just smash the line. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. I get you might be running into that area where he's got too many second roles. But if you just put him in Hunt's position, Tyrell can play centre. He played centre last year. Um... Crichton could go into centre because if it was uh, my theory is, is that Seabold thought Greg couldn't play the whole game so he thought he needed a centre on the on the bench but why just put one of the the forwards out there <clears throat> like uh, just put one put as I said Crichton out there Sutton could hold his position I'm sure out there and and um and Tyrell could hold his position out there so that's yeah that's got me stunned so I'm not too sure we're just going to have to wait and see with Seabold. Um, it's a bit worrying to me. This That's what I'm going to say. I am going to give him time, obviously. I'm not going to say sack him, get rid of him now. But I am a bit worried because I'm not seeing the changes that I thought I would see or would what would have, what I would have wanted to see in this team that's making me think that we can go on and do better things than we did last year. Because to me, when we ran out... There was flashes of stuff that was different, but it wasn't a rehaul. I, I think we needed a rehaul. We needed a complete clean the slate, get rid of that 2014 tactics and start again and work out what works for us in this team and not what worked for us in 2014. We just needed to wipe that whole thing and start fresh. And I, I, I'm not seeing enough of the wipe fresh part. I'm seeing maybe they wiped a few lines out, but there's still some of the old stuff that's not good enough. It just was not working. Um, but as I said, it's game one that's give it some time and we'll we'll see see uh what goes on now um adam reynolds again injured obviously with this knee out for four weeks so hopefully it's a speedy recovery he can get back in and we can get going but that means um i've had a mind blank again um So who comes in? The other Adam now. Adam Dolly? Dolly? Anyway, Adam D. <laughs> um, Adam D's coming in. Um, he looks good. Tall, rangy. Looks like he has a bit of strength, a bit of speed. 
probably more strength. His kicking game, we'll see, wait and see. Um, but he looks good. I think him and Cody played well in the charity shield. He runs hard, he tries hard, he's young. He's obviously trying to get into the side, so that's always a plus. He's always going to give it his all. Um, and Adam Renault Reno needs to be careful now. There's a lot of injuries now that he's been out for, and he hasn't. when he's coming back, he hasn't been playing the best football. And if this Adam, the next four weeks, Adam D um, can get these next four weeks really going and he can impress, it's going to be hard for Renault. I think Renault, because of his kicking, uh, conversions, will help him get back into the side. But, geez, he needs to start really improving and start continuing to progress as a halfback because I think he's stalled and he's stalled for a couple of years now I think injuries have stalled him I think his confidence has stalled him um, but he needs to start finding it or he might start to find himself a bit left out of sides and not quite getting into it and people start talking and then all of a sudden you know that comes along so yeah I think he definitely needs to get a move on um Renault when he gets back, but hopefully speedy recovery and he can come back better than ever. Hopefully, I love Renault, but um, just uh, something that I've observed over the last couple of years with Adam that he hasn't quite got back to that stature that he was at. Um, now the. The team selection is out. Um, so, for the Penrith game on Saturday, 17th of March, um, Alex Johnson at fullback, one. Richard Kenner, number two. Dango Guy in the centres with Greg Inglis and Robbie Jennings on the wing. Uh, Cody and this new Adam Duhai, Duhai, Duhai. Um, sorry, I'm butchering his name, I know it. But um, Tom in the front row with Sam, it looks like. I don't like that. I don't like Sam in the front row. Um, it's just, it takes, it takes it away. It takes it away from what he's good at and, and what he brings. I think he just does too much hard work in that front row that he just shouldn't be making. Um, but anyway, we'll have to wait and see. Damien's back at number nine. Um, Sutton and Angus in the second row, and Cameron Murray comes into that lock position, which I agree on. Um, now, this interchange looks much better, I think. Tyrell, um, Mark Nichols, George Burgess, and Tavita Tatola. I think that is a good forward um, for interchange. You got players there that you can you can get into that second row position and you can work it out, um, <clears throat> but then the f- the bench is big, it's big enough, it's quick enough, it's strong enough. We can get if we need our forwards are too slow, we can get some fast impacting players and not small players coming on. Um, so that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Penrith, they played well. We're gonna have to. We're going to have to definitely play better than we did last week. That's obvious. Um, play the full 80 minutes, something that I feel like we have not done for a very long time. Um, 
but yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. I'm pumped and pumped that we're back into it, even though we lost the first game. But it is only season one now. I just want to preference that. I do understand it is only one. Don't kill me. Don't go off at me just because I, I understand it's round one and there's going to be we need improving and there's going to be improving but as I said many times I just think these are reoccurring issues that have happened over years um, and they're, they're to me easier situations to sort out than um, that a lot of issues should be like there's a lot of just team changes and and the right players, the right mix that would have just made it that much easier and players playing in the right position would make it that much easier. I've just not seen them positions being filled by the right people at the moment. Um, but hopefully, pray, cross my fingers, hope to God that we can um, come back and... Um, Kick the pen in his ass, really. Get back into him. Get our first win on the draw on the board, and just start slugging away, getting better and improving every week, and then we can get there and um, hopefully in the finals. Um, we definitely have the side. We just need everyone to click, and I think that's the biggest thing. We just need to get everyone moving and everyone going forward and everyone on the same page. At the moment, it's a bit everywhere it looks good for five minutes and then it looks bad and then ten minutes is brilliant and then the next is bad so we're just going to wait and see fair play to the Warriors they looked good and now on to Penrith so um, that'll be on Saturday the 17th at 5.30 uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time so um, not too sure what that is for New South Wales people or anyone else but I'm in Queensland so that's that's my time so um Thank you guys for stopping by. Anyone that was listening, um, feel free to subscribe, leave a comment. Um, I'm always keen for anyone, you know, if anyone wants to come on and have a talk, we can set it up, we can arrange it, you know, we can find a way to um, do it, do a cast, even on a regular basis if anyone's keen to do that. But um, just let me know, hit me up. Um, as I said, leave a comment wherever I post it, on Facebook or whatnot, leave a comment there. And... Um, I'll get back to you as quick as I can and we'll talk about and discuss it in next week's episode after the Penrith game. All right, guys, that'll do me, Sassin, until I die, that is for sure, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye.